All right, everybody. Thanks so much for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans sponsored by Livebolt Media. I'm your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field, essentially gathering insight, inspiration, really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else in what I'd like to consider a real estate titan. Now, our very special guest and feature titan for episode 272, all the way from Newport Beach, California, none other than my friend, Ty Kern. Ty, it's an honor, my friend. Thanks for taking the time. Good morning, Greg. It's an honor for me too, bud. Thanks for having me. Appreciate uh, it. Excited. This is incredible, Ty. And, and again, I, I just have to let everybody know, I've been very fortunate to have a few conversations with Ty and uh, just what a mind, what a brain uh, and, and a true leader in the space, in the mortgage industry, uh, Ty. So I can't thank you enough. I know you're extremely busy. So uh, I just wanted to uh, preface to everybody out there that, uh, you know, Ty is going to be dropping some bombs. But before that happens, we got to get to know Ty, the man, what got him into the biz, the progression in life and the career today. So Ty, let's just start with the first question is kind of that origin story. You know, who is Ty? What got him into the business? Where has he come from? And kind of what your lineage and progression is to today as a leader. Uh, let's just start with that. All right. Well, thanks, Greg. Once again, it's an honor to be on the show. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, you know, my story is kind of interesting. I I uh, came to this in a kind of a different way than I think some. And I, and I started really early in the business. Uh, but really what happened is I had a, a full-ride scholarship to play football. And uh, a friend and I... Um, went on a water ski trip and uh, we both had clean carpets for different families in and around where we grew up. And we decided, Hey, you know, are, you know, you started asking me, are you going to be a professional football player? And I said, absolutely not. I, I just, you know, like to play. And he goes, well, let's start a business. So we ended up mortgaging our trucks or getting loans against our, our old beater trucks and began to, uh, we opened a business. I passed on my scholarship. I had a very upset coach, by the way, that uh, wow. called my parents and, got really upset with me and them. And um, I felt pretty bad about that. But at the end of the day, we we wanted to be entrepreneurial. We wanted to get out there and, and see what we could do in the, in the business world. And um, we ran that business all the way through college. Um, you know, really, the reality was he really knew what he was doing. And I didn't. I was the sales guy. And he he was definitely the, the mechanic in the, in the group. And he, uh, we he, his um, we started you know, doing light bathroom and kitchen remodels. And, and we actually had an opportunity to build an apartment building together while we were in college. Yeah, um, we did it. And he was a, clearly a talented tradesman. All those things were, were going well. And I was thinking, you know, I'm not sure this is going to be for me. Hmm. I was in my final semester of my, my uh, uh, business uh, degree. And I was talking to a friend of mine and he told me that his older brother was a loan officer and he just made two hundred thousand dollars that year, and this is this is thirty years ago, everybody. So thirty <laughs> years ago, that's like four hundred thousand today. I love. Uh, it. Let's just let's just say that that his brother was not the sharpest tool in the shed. I'm thinking, okay, if this guy made two hundred, I could do it. So I, I it. got out of college, um, pursued a, a retail job. My first job in the business was with Sears Mortgage. <laughs> Sears used to own Caldwell Banker which, uh, by the way, I sat in a Caldwell Banker office for two years, never got a single single deal. I got all my deals from across the street at the Remax office. Um, but uh, I quickly became, you know, well, first of all, the first six months didn't make a dollar. Wow. Not a single penny, ran up my credit cards, um, really thought hard, long and hard about joining my friend's uh, business, you know, trying to get back in that business. Uh, but I decided to buckle down and show some grit and just keep going. And I ended up making about $100,000 that year, all in the last six months. Wow. 
Yeah. And then I got recruited into a broker shop, which, which was just starting to happen. This is like 1993 ish. Mm. Um, and then a friend had called me and wholesale was just starting to take off. Brokers was just starting to grab market share. And it was considered a promotion to be a wholesale account exec versus an LO. So I started going down the wholesale account exec road, ended up uh, working for a company called First Nationwide that was owned by Ford. Mm. Uh, worked with a great group of salespeople, uh, people that I knew from college and one of us was always trading, you know, really for second, third, and fourth. There was a guy that was always number one. He's a good friend of mine still to this day. In fact, I think he's the greatest wholesale rep that's ever lived. He's he's still doing his thing. Um, but after, you know, about a seven, eight-year tenure there, I ended up going to a company called Interfirst, which became the largest wholesaler uh, in the 2000 to 2008 era. Um, I was able to finally overtake him as number one because he came with me. And um Ended up doing you know over two billion dollars, almost three billion dollars for a couple of years in a row, and I remember the CEO coming to me saying, "Hey, look, man, um, you're going to teach people how to do this because we can't. We're not going to pay you this much money. We're not going to keep lowering everyone's commissions. So you're going to teach people how to scale and uh, lead people, my friend." Wow. And I said, "Okay, I don't know what the deal about that, but um, it sounds interesting, and I'm, I'm game for it." And so then that began my my you know tenure in leadership. That was about two, about you know last half of 2003. Um, and I have to tell you, at first, I sort of wasn't sure what to do with it. Um, and then I just realized if I serve people the same way I serve my clients, certain people I work with and help them teach them how to serve their clients, this can be really special for them and special for me. Um, and I never looked back. I stopped chasing commissions for myself. I clearly got into this business for money. And I, I would say that it switched right about then to be in this business for the people and creating and maintaining relationships, serving uh, others. Ty, when, when you mentioned that, though, I mean, it obviously speaks volumes about your character and integrity and the, the intentionality behind what you do and how you do it, especially to the level that you do it at. Uh, it's, it's beautiful that you painted the picture, you know, really bringing us back to uh, early adoption for entrepreneurialism at a young age. And there was something inside you that said, hey, I just don't want to go down this road. I want to test this out. And I find that to be inspiring. There, there's there's a, a time or two when there's been a past Titan to say, if this person could do that, you know, anyone can do it. And it's so fascinating to me that seeing that story and progression to, to the individual that you mentioned making 200K, you know, 30 years ago, uh, which quite frankly, to a lot of people, that's a lot of money today. Uh, so when you base it off of that tie, uh, you know, it, it's it's magical in that nature, uh, making those decisions, you know, sticking it out for those initial six months, and then, you know, continuing just to accelerate, uh, bringing it into a leadership perspective, uh, Ty, because there are very few people that understand the processes of really, uh, bringing on talent, uh, curating talent, and really building, you know, brands in and of themselves and to helping people produce to the highest of levels. Uh, you know, obviously you doing it to yourself, but then increasing in the people that are around you. So let's talk about that. So you went from, you know, really hitting some of the highest levels on that side, stepping into leadership. What was going through your head at that time when they came to you and they said, hey, Ty, like, we, we don't want to do this with you anymore. We need you to do this. Yeah. Well, what, what, it, what's going through? Yeah, at first, you know, personally, you're thinking, OK, this is going to really I was having some remarkable years. I mean, life changing years from a, for my family, for myself. I'm like, OK, it, 
how much is this going to limit me mm. in the future of my ability to control that? Um, Great question. And, and what I didn't realize is I was already serving other people. They just were my clients and, and their referral partners. Mm. I just had to flip, flip the script on that and start serving the people that I work with more so they can teach them how to serve their clients and their partners. Um, you know, then 2008 hit, right? So then I consulted for a while and I ended up, you know, jumping back in the business uh, to help a good friend of mine um, who had quietly become one of the largest dollar volume brokers left in the United States because that business got hit pretty hard after 08. Wow, yeah. And I wrote a business plan and I said, hey, look, I think this is what you could do and what we can do. And he said, great, you're hired. Come work for me. And I said, um, okay. Uh, long story short, we, I, we took the platform to uh, became a mortgage bank, look for a partner. Um, and I won't bore you with that whole long thing, but we, we've been able to go from pretty much zero to three billion in three different platforms. We're now on our fourth. Wow. Um, some of the same people, same teammates are with us for sure. And some of the, some of those teammates have changed. Yeah. Uh, but at the end of the day, um, it boils down to serving others, making sure their needs are met so they can then meet other people's needs, you know, down, down the, down the line. And, uh, you know, uh, you know, markets change, capital partners change, product selection changes, and there's, there's few things we can control. And uh, we focus on those things. I, I, to me, looking at it, uh, you know, that's, that's a big proponent to, to why you're making the decisions that you're making, Ty. And, and I think that anybody that knows and respects you, they understand that it carries a lot of weight where you go and what you do and, and how you align yourself in the marketplace. And uh, I, I do want to talk about Cherry Creek and Guild and sure. kind of your perspective into the direction and growth for team and organization. Uh, I know that you and I have had conversations. It's super exciting to hear, but I want everyone else to know kind of where your mind is at because anyone that's been in your shoes or have perspective into, you know, why make a move somewhere or align yourself in a particular avenue, uh, it means a lot coming from the leadership standpoint from Utah. So I'd love to hear it, but what your thoughts were. Listen, and- I, I've always, as sort of a large division of these companies or sometimes we were the entire retail division at, at, at a few of the platforms you gotta i have to balance between the needs of the people that i'm serving and of course as a company as a capital partner they need to earn a living and make a profit as well right mm-hmm. and when that gets too far out of balance either way then the partnership is in in danger right and that's when platform that's when you have to change platforms at times and do things mm-hmm. but it's always to make sure that the people get what they need to make sure they can maximize their success in any situation in any market um i will tell you to fast forward now to cherry creek and then to you know cherry creek and division of guild mm-hmm. I, we we have an embarrassment of riches here I, I, in fact i'm embarrassed that some of the research platforms that I didn't find and see Guild sooner. I knew about Cherry Creek and Cherry Creek's been a wonderful place for us. We've, we've been here now yeah, two years. Wow. Uh, but when I took a look at, at Guild specifically as a capital partner, I I didn't d- dig deeper in some areas I should have. One, you know, their capital structure is very unique for a mortgage bank, an independent mortgage banker. Um, I always, I had a few experiences with PE firms that let's say wasn't super good for our folks. Um, and I've had some experiences with public companies that, that were, and I, I personally think, especially in the distributed retail business, mm-hmm. loan officer has to be king and their referral partners has to be, have to be king and queens, king and queens. Mm-hmm. And 
if you're public, or at least 51% or more public, the shareholders came. Hmm. And that's a that's a direct conflict for serving the people the best you can and serving the mar- and the communities the best that you can. Wow. Uh, PE firms generally want their money out pretty quick, you know, five to seven years. Man, oh man, was I wrong? Because when I looked at the PE firm um, that uh, is owns the majority of Gill, what a what a great outfit! And they're in for the long haul. They've been here for seventeen years. They'd be here another seventeen. Uh, what a great find that is, and what a great uh, value proposition that is. And we're only 13% public. So um, while you can see what we're doing and how well we're capitalized and how well the company and organization does, the loan officer and employees are still number one. And I think that's super, that's huge um, for us. And it gives us all kinds of edges from a cap, from a cap structure standpoint. There's also an embarrassment of riches and product. They have a customer for life uh, philosophy and technology behind it and CR behind it that's so, so unique. Uh, the people are humble. They really believe that, um, you know, that our loan officers and our branch managers and our, and our people that work in branches uh, serve their communities and let them be entrepreneurial to do that. Um, it's an embarrassment of riches, man. I, I, I got to pinch myself every day. We've only been here just coming on 90 days. Um, building this platform, to doing this the fourth time there is going to be super sweet. And this will be the last time, and I, I believe we'll go back. We'll go past three, four billion just in our our district or division. So um, I'm I'm feeling super, super happy about it. I I love the uh, unfortunate. Well, the the direction of the vision into that is massive, and and again, you've been through so many shifts and changes, and you have so much perspective to really analyze and see what makes sense and what doesn't. And I love the fact that you truly care about the end user, right? The loan officer the referral partner into real estate and, and ultimately the consumer in addition b- before the 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 corporate structure into that and and I feel that that's the uh place for people to foster growth and development uh and really take their businesses and I know that you and I have had conversations about how much you really care about laying the path and the foundation from any circumstance from any walk of life for people that align with you uh, as far as working together on the team. So I, I guess anybody who's tuning into this tie, who's thinking about, you know, opportunities or aligning themselves with people who, you know, really have a deep understanding of this, what would you say to them uh, into that realm if they were looking to see that path down the line, not just short term, but midterm and long term with with the company? What's that look like? What's that conversation uh, sound like to you? You know, look, I think a lot of there's a lot of prescribed methods to be successful out there that are supposed to work, you know, in every situation. And uh, to, to me, man, it, it's, it's always about putting our people first. Uh, yeah. it, 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 you have to serve others and what their needs are and everyone's needs and every market's different and the platforms are different and the products means different things to different people in different places. So I've got to have a, we have to have one-on-one relationships and I know that sounds hard, but it is scalable you just have to talk to them. You have to listen to people and, and make sure that you're serving them and their families in the best way that you possibly can. And sometimes it doesn't work and you have to be able to shake hands, hug it out and say, you know what, I, I'm not going to be able to do the best for you. But for those that want to take the mission, if you want servant leadership, that's going to work hard for you every day, communicate with you every day, make sure it's transparent, make sure you understand what tools you have available and, and that we talk about those tools and we try and deploy those things for you. The only thing that I ask is you control the two things that you can't control, which is your attitude and your effort. Those two things are the most important things you can do. And those are the only things that any of us, adults, children, whatever, 
that's our two control points. Hmm. Um, and, you know, I, I believe optimism is contagious and, yeah. and people that you know, sort of go through life optimistically pursuing things with that great attitude and that, that effort of that grit win. I agree with that. And, and as you're talking about the optimistic nature, it's, it's wonderful. And the light attracts light sort of scenario tie. I mean, when you find a, a culmination of individuals coming together for that greater cause, everyone succeeds into that nature, the true team atmosphere. Um, it's not the I, but the we sort of scenario that, that is, is transparent um, and apparent into certain organizations. Unfortunately, it's not that way everywhere. And people know and they understand that that dynamic. Um, I think ultimately building that rapport and relationships with one another is massive and feeling that you're truly there. The best interests are at heart. And what I love about what you're saying, in addition to reading between the lines for everybody out there, is it's not always a fit. And that's okay. You know, let, let's have the conversation. Let, let's talk about what the goals and needs and desires are, short-term, mid-term, long-term, and see if it's a fit. Uh, that never hurts for opportunity and for structuring. Uh, so, but you have so much perspective, Ty. And again, just seeing different markets and, and, and training, coaching, and mentoring so many top-tier professionals. So this, this key component to the episode is always uh, awe-inspiring to understand from the Titans how they got to where they are and what they've learned along the way. So from any level, from any time frame of your career up until today, Ty, if you could look back at your career and pick or choose one or two things that you may have implemented or added or really executed at a high level that you saw movement, growth, uh, in a positive way into your business. For anybody who's tuning in, uh, what advice would you give? What, what would you say throughout that perspective? Uh, you, you know, I, to me, it comes down to, look, every day we can't control whether it, you know, I'll use a farming in the house. You can't control whether it rains six months in a row or it's hot or it's sunny six months in a row. Mm -hmm. I can't control plowing my field, though. Mm -hmm. I can go out every day consistently and work work the soil mm -hmm. and when there is optimum conditions i'll yield a crop so mm -hmm. and, and you, you talked about a really dry period we're having one right now probably the longest in my career mm -hmm. and we sort of went through the video game version of mortgage in 2021 where they're just falling out of the sky and we're you know using our thumbs to you know what you got to get out in the street now and actually Talk to people, see people, shake hands, kiss babies. If you're not plowing your field, if you're not investing that time in relationships, and I'm tying this back to really what I want to say, which is yeah. to me, it's always been my ability to understand how important other people are, whether they work here at our company or there's somebody I'm trying to work with outside or someone in the community that needs something. If you always are that person that are looking to foster relationships, invest time in relationships and retain relationships, and that's important to you, you will be successful. There's a great quote by Winston Churchill that says, success is a, someone who goes from failure to failure without the loss of any enthusiasm. Uh, at the end of the day, I, I believe in that. And I believe if people believe in, if you believe in yourself and you do the right things every day and you approach your life in a way that's optimistic You've got a great attitude. You're putting forth that effort, that grit. Your grit is where that you know, passion, perseverance, and work ethic meet. The people that do that, and I, I've been able to do that in my career, I, I, I think everyone that I've ever known that's ever done that has been more successful than they ever thought they would or could be. Hmm. And 
all I can tell you is the people that complain about things and don't take take that attitude to control what they can control and let the world at large sort of bring them down and weigh on them heavy. And believe me, we have family and personal pressures that can do that as well. This is not just business, right? And we we're in very strange sort of times, market wise, all those kinds of things. The the folks that that actually can control that process that brush it off and go at it every single day with a smile on their face and and with one thing really that they're trying to do and that is impact other people's life in a positive way i've never seen anybody that does that that's not successful you uh, you base that tie and, and and i absolutely love the tone of of your messaging from you know looking at it from a cultivation standpoint as as crops you know and being very relational into that that standpoint i feel like everybody can really connect with that analogy uh you know ultimately you don't eat the fruit the same day you plant the seed and as you're basing it off of you know hey we can't control certain aspects or elements of business and or life but we can control our uh, our output, right? Our work velocity and continual nature. But what I heard, and correct me if I'm wrong, but there's a lot of mindset in there. There is a positive mindset to say, I'm going to go out and keep being wholehearty and really try to help people and serve and connect in a meaningful way. The rest of it will work itself out. It's not for lack of effort or trying, it's quite opposite. But I, I find that a lot of people will make excuses uh, but they're not going to identify solutions. And yeah. you, everything that you're saying touches me very deeply. And I know the audience is, is connecting with this too, Ty. This is just massive leadership here um, at its finest. But what are the thoughts do you have going down that road? I, I mean, again, you- I think it's, yeah, I'm sorry, good. No, 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 this is great. But it's super important that you're authentic in the way that you are positive and you do put put, you know, put out that, winning attitude and we put forth that work ethic. And there's a lot of times where it's a heck of a lot more work, work ethic and less attitude and vice versa, right? But it's important that you're authentic with it and you're actually showing up uh, with that consistency. Uh, I, we've all seen people sort of try to fake that and not be authentic with it. And I think everybody can smell that. I think everybody sees that as, uh, I'm not really buying into that deal. Uh, not sure that that's what it is. Um, I truly look at every situation, every market, and I, I believe I see rays of sunshine in any horrible situation that I can pull those, those threads and we can have something positive to focus on. Um, even if it's for a short period of time to, like you said, to yield that fruit that might be 12 months from now. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's other blocking and tackling type of things. Like, as you know, we, because um, uh, you know me well enough, and, and you have one of my, my best friends in the world on last week, Aaron Hodson. Awesome. <laughs> Shout out to Aaron. Um, if, you're, if you're watching but, or listening, Aaron, you're the best. But on the, on the actual blocking and tackling side, we made a decision seven years ago that enterprise level relationships were super, super important to our people and to our business. But it was about serving our loan officers, customers, their realtor partners. And in so doing, serving our loan officers as well, wow. we started that. Aaron probably wishes, you know, we somehow didn't drag him into that. <laughs> um, but he has done such a fantastic job of 
creating enterprise level relationships everywhere he goes on behalf of our people. Mm. And when I take it a look at a year like of years like 22 and 23, and I see who stayed busy, who still had loans to grind through, who still had partners, um, and they really turned up the notch on those relationships, those enterprise level relationships and adding value to those folks, um, not through you know, buying something or doing something, but actual how, how to run a business, how to make their lives better, how to get them to their next level, how to make sure that they're keeping their attitude uh, in check and, and 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 making sure that they're doing the work ethic part and showing up. And Aaron has done a fantastic job of that. I firmly believe that's one of the things that we're going to continue to expand on um, in other areas too, with builders and other things. But with with Aaron in particular, you know, utilizing him, doing events in and around uh, where uh, our loan officers are and, and where the branches are, and serving those communities in a meaningful way. With real things, not trying to sell a CD or a book or something, but actually saying, hey, for this area and this market with this set of tools and these LOs, mm -hmm. these are some things that I think would be really beneficial for you and your team to help you take your business to the next level. Mm -hmm. um, and we, as we look at, you know, going into 2024, 25, we're really trying to make sure we're hoping we get to a point where our entire team, you know, 25 to 40% of their business is coming from an enterprise level solution. Um, and then, you know, another 20% coming from some of the solutions that Guild offers us with their client for life strategy. I think you add that with their own efforts and their own things, winning combination going forward in 24 Ty, and I got to mention out there for anybody who doesn't know uh, Aaron Hodson and and the alignment with with you and the organization, uh, it's one of the most unique partnerships that I've seen in the business. And I've had so many incredible relationships and conversations all over the world. And what you guys have put together and bring to the marketplace is massive. I mean, not only from a loan officer perspective to, to value to the partnerships that are out there, so the real estate partners, but just the growth into that, the the inspiration, leadership, but the tactical tools and takeaways. Like you said, it's not book sales and just speaking events to put butts in seats. Ultimately, it's sit here, here's the rinse and repeat formula, the blueprint and the steps to massively grow and scale business. It, it To me, it's unheard of. Anybody who's out there tuning into this, Please, if there's an example, share it with us, because from my knowledge and perspective, what Ty and the team has put together with Aaron, top notch uh, and absolutely incredible, in my opinion. Uh, so well done for that, Ty, for sure. Yeah, you know what? Uh, it, it, it started out as an idea. It started out as an idea as us wanting to serve you know, our loan officers and their partners as much as we can. It's grown up. It's grown into a partnership and a relationship. Aaron's become one of my best friends in the world. And... Um, I, I can't imagine doing this without him and the value that he brings to our to our team and our people and our relationships, our communities, mm -hmm. our realtor partners is is so tangible, so real. Um, don't want to bore people with statistics, but the folks that have chosen to uh, take that mission and really listen and really and, and take those, those that offer to heart in the communities that we serve <laughs> have, have reaped really big rewards and benefits from it. I couldn't be more proud of him and the people that have chosen to make that investment. So it's an important one. And, mm -hmm. you know, we use the crop analogy. Well, you want to talk about 
crop situation, that is definitely planting something mm. that you have to consistently water, take care of, and really, really nurture over time to have it really do everything that it can do. Of course, there's immediate benefit from it. You get right. that fledgling, you know, group coming up, something to get excited about immediately. But man, those that have stuck with it, and those that he's been coaching on our team for now seven, eight, nine, ten years, their businesses are remarkable. Even at a time like this, they're just remarkable. Well, I love what you mentioned there too, Ty, is, you know, it almost is that culmination of the two-way street sort of scenario and even having incredible leadership and mentorship from you, uh, you know, and then looking at it from a coaching instance through Aaron, it's the individuals who show up that are receptive to that information that are hungry for that knowledge and for growth and really putting it to practice, putting it to pace and consistency. Uh, it is that adage, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. Uh, mm -hmm. I think no matter what the circumstances are, I mean, you could literally have a blueprint uh, for any process, but they've got to put it to work. And uh, I think that that's what's fascinating to me is just the interaction engagement that that we've had is the amount of people that come together that you guys are attracting it, it blows my mind. I mean, these are people who really want to grow no matter what scale or level they're at. And uh, it just blows my mind. It really does. So I just, I love to see it. it it's fascinating. You know, it's interesting. You ask about the success side of that. And we just talked about it. There's an inverse side of that. And Aaron and I talk about it all the time. And I, I talk about it with, we talk about it with our leaders too. It's funny. There's always those folks that are, you know, sort of, lower or mediocre players they never have time for any of that mm. never have time to make a coaching session never have time to get their realtors there and that to me i, I just i've always wondered that but but the, the busiest people the, the biggest go-getters the ones that show up with that mindset every day that are doing you know got all kinds of stuff going on at home all kinds of stuff going on in their business they make time to make that investment and that investment pays off there's there's something about um that type of personality that just says, you know what, this is important and I'm going to make sure I make that 60 minute time, that 30 minute time, that 15 minute time. Mm -hmm. um, you've got to make the time. you got to make the investment. If you don't make the investment, then there's no crowd. If you don't plow, there's no crowd. It's so true. It, and, you know, you hit it right on the head there, Ty. There's There's been so many incredible, uh, you know, people from all over the world on Titans, such as yourself, really sharing that that sentiment of that thought process. And really, truly, all the most amazing, incredible entrepreneurs and business professionals of all forms or facets that they do uh, surround themselves with like-minded individuals, but they're always learning. They're always growing. They never know it all. And they're learning from people who have been further down the road, or at least on the same notes where they can have uh, contrast or, or soundboards into it. Yeah, you're, you're never too busy. That That is the, the most ridiculous thing on the planet. Uh, I think it's a Zig Ziglar quote. Uh, it's about bathing and, and that, you know, it's a daily sort of scenario, right? It's, it's hygienic. And uh, I think learning and educating and really evaluating and taking your business, that should be daily repetitive activities what some people would consider to be the basics. When I say some people, the best of the best, they are always focusing on that. And quite frankly, the audience of Titans, I mean, big shout out to everybody who's tuning in as always, but everybody who's here now or after the fact, they're wanting to learn from the greatest. They're wanting to have perspective, right? If they're at the gym, if they're driving to their appointments in between, 
they're learning from people like you, Ty. And that to me is massive. So I, I love what you're saying here all day. There, there's an old saying in martial arts and I've, I've spent tons of time doing that in my life. But at the end of the day, always approach everything with a beginner's mind. Hmm. You need to be able to walk in and learn something from, I, I, I learned something from somebody who's been here for two months, been in the business for three months. Sometimes they, they, we get, we get myopics because we've seen all these loans and done, I've done, you know, managed my own production, 60, $65 billion of my career. But I, I learned something from uh, a young loan officer that's been doing this for 14 months. Hmm. Um, you have to always be open, uh, keep your ears open for things that, you know, catch your, catch your ear, catch your fancy about how you could change something, you know, very simple. And I think we all get locked into certain, only certain things work, right? Um, that's not true. But if you approach your life in the beginner's mind and you're always open to new ideas, I, I think, and that includes, you know, bettering yourself with getting out of the box with what you read, um, getting out of the box with what you watch or listen to in a podcast situation. All those things are super important to continue your evolution. Um, of becoming a success and I, I i mean everybody i don't care how successful you are the ones that in my opinion the people that are really successful are always still trying to be successful mm -hmm. it's it's not a it's not a mission that's ever over um it is a it is a journey that you hope and there are some years you're more successful than others if you're in our business right right uh certainly monetarily or volume wise and i think it's you know once again it's that controlling that attitude that effort that optimism that keeps you going but if you're not learning new little tactical tricks, if you're not listening to a kid just out of college, it's got a new technology, maybe we're not looking at it. If you're not taking a look at what AI can do for you, like I'm not, I think AI is going to be awesome. I think that's going to get every salesperson in the world to focus on what they should be focused on, which is relationships mm -hmm. and not focused on manufacturing loans and collecting documentation. Right. So I, I being open to every idea, no matter who is giving it has got to be one of the biggest things I think that you keep in the forefront of your mind. No one knows everything and you shouldn't even believe for a second that you want to or do. I think it's brilliant, Ty. And again, just you're pulling so many years of perspective and conversation and dialogue to that, but you're a constant learner yourself. And I think that, that the best way to follow the leader is through action, right? I think that action speaks louder than words. Uh, into that note, it, as you're talking about change and shift and and being able to adapt and AI has been really popping this year as far as topics of conversation, it's been around for a bit, but I, I, I find that when it comes to new tech or tools or uh, uh, evolution into that, it's not that these technologies are taking over positions. I think ultimately the individual producer that's going to use the tool to their advantage they're the ones who are going to be dominating the market. It's not the AI that's going to take your job. It's the professional who's using AI. They're going to take your job. They're going to take the market share. So I, I, it's the human and the technology coming together that's really that superpower, um, you know, from a nerdy standpoint, Ty. So I got to always throw that in there. Uh, yeah, th those who embrace it and, and realize that the creation and, and maintenance of relationships will never be, you know, AI, that's going to be you sitting down and sharing experience with another experiences with another person. Mm -hmm. um, you know, an old mentor of mine told me a long time, if you want to be interesting, you got to be interested, right? So it's uh, having conversations, it's asking questions, it's getting to know somebody, making sure that you can actually serve their needs in a, 
in an appropriate way, in a way that you know will change their lives and change the way they look at things and get them with, get them where they need to go. Mm-hmm. And those are all human interactions. I think when I t- when I think about AI in our business, I think about all the things that pull human beings away from human beings, which is mm-hmm. the collection of things and the reading of things and the all the things you need to do to manufacture alone. I and mean, our business is daunting. Uh, it's most, uh, you know, we, we give everybody a financial colonoscopy to get a loan, basically. Right. right. So yeah. at the end of the day, if you can get that part of it to help. And, and I, I, I personally believe that our LOAs, our processors, our underwriters would welcome that technology as well. So they can do the highest part of their jobs, which is to also have relationships in the chain of the production and not be stuck in certain little things and little, little, you know, I's not being dotted, T's not being crossed, that drive people nuts at the end of a, of a transaction. Man, if you could, what a beautiful day it would be for everyone just to focus on serving other people's needs, knowing that that stuff is taken care of. Sign me up for that, Ty. That's yeah. all I got to say. That's, that, that's the idea. That's where we're headed. Man. That's where we're headed. Trust me. Well, and I know that you're already doing so much of this, Ty, and and really caring and focusing on the details for everybody you're aligned with. And, and to that thought or that point, I do, anybody out there who is tuning into this live with us now, Ty, or after the fact, you know, this could be months from now, um, what's the best way for them to get a hold of you? If anything stuck out, leadership-wise, opportunity-wise, you know, really just connecting with you in a very personal way. Uh, where would you direct them to go to find you to really take that conversation to the next spot? And and also, it's kind of a two-part, uh, where can they work with you, right? Because geographically, you're in California, but I, I want to talk about, you know, where, you know, the business sure. scopes to, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, so, so, so our, our district or division is nationwide. We have, we have offices from east to west coast. Um, uh, we're in a bit of expansion right now in the southeast and midwest. Um, but we can we can work with anyone anywhere. We do. Aaron and I go to all of them. We do you know, his his events everywhere. We have anybody. Wow. Uh, so it's there's no geographical you know, uh, there's no geographical exceptions there. We can, we gotcha. go anywhere. Uh, I think right now, I think LinkedIn is probably the best place to go ahead and drop me a line. And um, I you know I I have uh, some help there with making sure we. Um, we get back to everybody who has a direct question for me or wants to connect with me. Um, I don't know if it's appropriate or not, but like I said, I, I'm a cell phone text guy. You're more than welcome to call me or text me and say you'd like to you know, have, you know spend some time or have a conversation uh, with me. I'd be happy to talk to anybody. Hi, if you don't mind, I mean, rattling off your cell, if you're okay with that, I would love I'm, it. I'm good with it. Yeah, okay. for sure. 714-914-5507. Uh, best way to reach me is just text and say, hey, um, I, I, I heard you on the show or I know you from somebody else. Um, love to spend some time with you. I had some questions for you about what you're doing and how you're doing it. Um, I'd love to share that. Um, it's funny. People will ask me, you know, why you know, would you really share with somebody from another company what we're doing, how we're doing it? I'm just like, of course I would. At wow. the end of the day, when you help other people, you help other people. Sometimes that comes back and helps you directly. Sometimes it doesn't. But at the end of the day, it's never a bad idea. Ty, true pro, uh, through and through. And again, just leaving yourself out there for anybody to reach out, to engage, to learn more, uh, to really share your knowledge base in Guiding Light. It's it's massive. And, and, and once again, 
um, you know, just dropping so much pertinent information for anybody out there to really look at it from a perspective of how to grow, how to scale, how to align yourself, and really look at it from a life and a business standpoint and a holistic nature. Uh, Ty, you nailed it. I mean, this this was fantastic, my friend. I can't thank you enough for taking the time today. Once again, thank you so much, Greg. I, I love spending time with you. You know that. And looking forward to spending some more with you. I'm super humbled by the request to have me on. And I'd love to, I, I absolutely enjoyed this and love to do it anytime. Oh, yeah. hey, the, the pleasure and the honor is all mine, Ty. I truly can't thank you enough. And, and as I always want to say, uh, you are officially a real estate titan. So I have to dub that in there. Wow, that, that is a badge of honor. That's yours forever. No one uh, can take it away from you, my friend. I, you know, that honestly, is you. I, I, I'm going to I'm gonna get something put into my office here and have it around so people know that when they come in. <laughs> hey, if there's anything done or printed, I'll sign it. I'll sign anything. I'll make it official. Awesome. We'll, we'll have it notarized, whatever needs to be, Ty. But I, I will tell you, my friend, I, I can't thank you enough. And, uh, you know, it, it's just an honor and a pleasure to have you know, our relationship, our friendship, but also having this dialogue for everybody out there to learn just the same way that I have and, and really to shape and change lives. Uh, and you do it in such an incredible way, Ty. So um, I can't thank once you again, enough. Yeah, th thank you once again. And, and forever, whoever tuned in and, and took the time to listen to this, thank you for your time too. Everyone, everyone has things that they can do in a day, probably too many of them. If you spent any time listening to us, then I greatly, greatly appreciate that. And uh, Greg, you and I, I'm looking forward to spending a lot more time together over the next several months and years, my friend. I love it, Ty. Hey, thank you again. And everybody out there, thank you for your time and attention, your love and support. As always, if you like here doing Real Estate Titans, don't forget to like and subscribe. You do know what to do at this point, but I have to say it anyway. Uh, but we are um, live every Tuesday afternoon with a different Titan, a different location. I do have to give our sponsor a quick shout out, Lionbolt Media. If you are in the real estate realm and you're looking to grow and scale your business in a dramatic way with leading edge digital marketing, visit lionboltmedia.com. Uh, we'll catch everybody on the next live episode of Real Estate Titans. Take care. Thanks, Ty. Thanks, everybody.